0: Welcome to the How Did You Get Into That podcast. Each week, we want to bring you an inspiring interview or encouraging message to help you find and do work you love. Now, here's your host, Grant Baldwin.
1: What is up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of How Did You Get Into That So good to have you here. If you're listening for the first time, maybe you've been with us for a while. You've been listening since day one. We are honored and delighted, stoked that you're here. I know there's plenty of other great shows out there that you could be listening to, but you decided to hang out with us for a few minutes. So I just want you to know, really appreciate you, really dig you. You should be smiling right now because it just makes you feel good inside. Maybe you have goosebumps. Maybe you just have some warm fuzzies. And I've said too much. Let's keep cruising on here. All right, now to celebrate our 100th episode a couple weeks ago, I don't know if you you caught this yet or if you've done this yet, but we are giving away a $100 gift card to some lucky listener. All you got to do is go to grantbolden.com slash contest. Again, that's grantbolden.com slash contest. We're going to give you all the details information there on how you can register for that giveaway. But uh, the deadline is tomorrow, so make sure that you do not wait around, that you do not pass go, that you head straight there Again, that's GrantBolden.com slash contest. You can register to win that $100 gift card. Now, today we are joined by my buddy, Matt Giovannisi, which sounds like a mob hitman name, I know, but Matt's a good dude, a very talented and creative guy. And today we talk about this website that he has created all around the subject and topic of swimming pools and the swimming pool industry. So, this is something that Matt kind of grew up in and knew a lot about. And yet, today he doesn't own a pool, he doesn't own a hot tub, but makes a very successful business and living online by teaching people about. (laughs) pool filters and chemicals and all the stuff that goes and like pool floaties I don't. I don't know. So we get into all of that today. Really great story about uh, how Matt's taken this base of knowledge that he has and turned it into a really successful online business. So uh, let's get right into it. Here is my interview with Matt Giovanesi. Enjoy. what is up my friends welcome to another episode of how did you get into that today we're joined by my buddy matt Giovanesi, who is a just an all-around stud and just a good dude he's got his hand in a bunch of different stuff and excited to get into his story and journey today so matt what is up man? welcome to the show
0: <laughs> Grant, thank you and i why are you I'm laughing, laughing? Why are i'm you laughing
1: because i'm a stud now I'm a stud. Uh, you are. You're just a unique cat, a, a man with many different gifts and talents and skills and uh, lots, of, <laughs> lots of different things that you've got your hand in. I'm uh, a
0: male horse that they just, you know. Exactly. <laughs> that, that just provides the, I'm not going to say it because I got to keep it PG.
1: <laughs> we have already derailed and we just started. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't expect anything less from you. <laughs> okay. So you run this site. Is it swimuniversity.com, right?
0: That's correct. Yes. Okay. So what, like, what exactly is Swim University? Swim University is a website where I teach people how to take care of their hot tubs and swimming pools using videos, articles, and infographics. Elevator pitch.
1: Man, that was eloquent. That was really, that was very pretty.
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: Hashtag drop the mic. Right. All right. I can't.
0: It's on a swivel. uh,
1: So so you teach people about this, but one of the things that I've always found interesting about this is like you don't own a pool, correct?
0: I don't. I used to. I mean, personally, I didn't, but my father, my dad owned a pool in our backyard. where I grew up, it was a 28 foot round above ground pool. And at the time, I started in the pool industry when I was 13. So (laughs) I've been taking care of pools for a very long time. But our pool was always green, always green, always cloudy. My dad was always frustrated, yelling at the filter system. And here I am sitting in the house playing video games or whatever I was doing when I was 13 years old with all of the knowledge in the world on how (laughs) to make it not green and cloudy. And now, yeah, and now, ironically, I teach it online. And we don't own a pool anymore.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, yeah. that, so
0: let's go back in
1: time. Let's start with that part yeah. of it. So the, You had the pool. You've got that situation with your dad where it's it's green and nasty and murky, uh, and you can do something about it. Did you immediately just think, like, I know the solution, or is it like I can at least figure out the solution?
0: Uh, I knew the solution, but I think it, it also, like, I didn't want to take care of the pool. I didn't. Who, do, who wants to do that chore? That chore sucks. it right. I mean, sounds it's just, horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. And we didn't have a an automatic vacuum cleaner. So I would manually have to stand on the deck and hook up this vacuum cleaner. And and it was a big 28 foot round pool. And it took a very long time in the hundred degree muggy weather of South Jersey, vacuuming the swimming pool. when all you want to do is just like jump in and you can't, because if you do you disturb the dirt and it was just a nightmare and I hated it. And eventually, thank God, the pool froze one year and my brothers decided to ice skate on it and destroyed it. So I never had to deal with it after that. But I mean, at the time I was super young and I had, I wasn't like always in the pools at birth. Like I didn't wake up or wake up, wake up out of my mother's womb and say, I love pools. It was an opportunity. I was
1: just envisioning that. and It was very disturbing (laughs) for many reasons.
0: So I wait. So uh, when I was 13, there was this pool store, and it was a janitorial store as well, and it was in our hometown. And my friend Bob, his neighbor, had some sort of connection with this store because it was like a mom and pop operation, and they wanted you know kids to come and work and stock the shelves and you know kind of do that stuff. And Bob and I were hired, and we were getting paychecks. Now, this is I've said this as an anecdote on multiple podcasts, but I really want to talk about this because I don't know how I was legally getting a paycheck at 13 years old for $80, cashing it at the bank across the street and then going to Walmart and buying cap guns with it. I don't know how I was able to do that.
1: God bless America.
0: I don't know. I mean, whatever. So, yeah, I was testing water. I was stocking shelves. I was helping customers. When I was 16 or 15 or 16, I actually was the manager and I would run the store at night, like by myself, and I would close up and I would leave. I I had a car, so I was 17. So pretty young. And then... I just had all this knowledge and I was like, oh, I want to make more money, you know, per hour. And I went down the street to the bigger pool company that had multiple stores. And I walked in there and I'm like, hi, I'm 17 know, <laughs> my name is Matt and I know how to test water. And I immediately got hired on the spot and I was the youngest person to ever be hired there at the time. And that's the company that I stayed with the longest. I was just a regular stock boy with water testing abilities. And then I became assistant manager for a little bit. And then another pool company found out about me and they stole me away and made me manager over there for a year. And then I hated that. And I actually begged to come back to the other store. And I came back as an assistant manager again. And I worked there for a while. And at the time, this is where it starts to blend. And this is where Swim University starts to take form. I actually was in a rock band. I was a lead singer and guitar player of an original band. We were called Remember Tomorrow. And we toured the country, as I talked about earlier before we got on the podcast.
1: Is, that, and, is there anything floating around YouTube we could find?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I have – well, my both of my albums are on iTunes. You can buy them. What In fact, that? buy my albums because I still <laughs> get paid for those. You, I still collect money. You're going to get a nickel every time. Re- search remember tomorrow I have two albums one's called enjoy which is our full length EP and, and our full length LP and our EP was called progress as promised
1: what's the uh, difference I- between an LP and an
0: EP not- uh, EP short form
1: short so it's like
0: f- so it's only like four songs and right. the LP is uh, ext- well it's weird because EP stands for extended play and LP stands for I have no idea that's uh-huh. not what it stands for I just have no idea <laughs> So, yes, I had this band and we needed a website and I don't like paying for people to do work for me. So I and I didn't have any money. So I that's that's the real answer. So I actually learned how to design websites. I went out and bought a bunch of books on HTML and CSS. And because I worked at this pool store in the wintertime in South Jersey, nothing just not a lot of not a lot of store traffic, you know, because most of the pools are frozen. So. And that's when I actually learned website design, and I design. I was designing our band's website, and my boss caught me doing that at work, and uh, was very upset, but also said, well, you design websites? Well, why don't you design our website? And so he paid me to design the company's website, and... So basically, I got in trouble and then got paid for it. (laughs) Which is the lesson. Which is, yeah, lesson. If you're doing something bad, make it something productive. So I did that. And then I was like, well, now I'm good at website design. So I wanted to, now I wanted a job in website design. So I I left and got a job at a a website design firm uh, where I had to wear a suit and tie for the first time in my life every day. And that was terrible. But within six months, my boss called me back and said, I want you to come back and work in our corporate office and be basically our marketing director. So I got, so I didn't have to wear a suit anymore. I got the, I got my own office with a door. I got my own computer system that was door. A with a <laughs> door. It was great. And so my job at the pool store as the corporate office, so we, i managed like four different stores and then the main corporate office. My job was to design newspaper ads and do television buys, and I filmed a couple TV commercials and directed those. And I did what else? Did I do did the website, did social media, designed some software within the company, proprietary software. I uh, just kind of did like a, all these different things, and that's kind of where I started learning about this online entrepreneurship. And because I had this idea, I'm like, well, you know, why can't I take my pool knowledge, the stuff that now I have and I'm not using anymore, and combine it with you know, this online stuff now, this social media stuff that I have, this new knowledge that I have for that, this, you know, website design stuff, and I'll create a site for pool care. And that was my whole idea. And I wanted something ubiquitous, something that like meant it could be for hot tubs and swimming pools because I, that's what we did. And so I came up with Swim University and I sat on the name for two years without doing anything. And I bought two do- different domain names. I bought swimuniversity.com and I bought swimu.com, which was only five letters. And I felt like that was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And then I lost it because I had sat on it for so long. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to start this website. I ended up losing the swimu.com domain name. And I ended up having to buy it back for like, I don't know, 350 bucks or something like that. So <laughs> that was stupid mistake on my part. But I, I had friends of mine who were just like, you know, you keep talking about this website and yet you have the domain names, but you've built nothing. Right. And so they kind of lit the fire under me to get it done. And I just went and did it. And it was really, really, really bad. I mean, I was doing it on the side. So imagine like your job is to design and curate pool websites and then you come home and you have your own pool website to deal with. So I really like didn't, Put a lot of effort and time into it because it was just like all day, like 16 hours a day, I'm working on frigging pool websites. All
1: right. So here's what I'm curious about, though, Matt. Like you have been interested in pools and had this a lot of work experience in pools. And it's kind of like, I don't know, it seems like from the outside looking in, it seems like it's just been the path of least resistance. And you've been offered a lot of opportunities in the pool world. So was this ever something like you were really into and passionate about, like you wanted to do long-term, you saw as a viable like career option? Or is it more just kind of like, I don't know, like is, I'll just keep going down this path and we'll just kind of see what doors continue to open in this space?
0: Yes. The first one, path of least resistance. I think I am absolutely not passionate about pool care. I'm not passionate about swimming pools. I'm not passionate about swimming. I don't really, I mean, I think the idea of it, it's fun. It's a fun product, right? It's a swimming pool. And everyone's like, you know, what do you do? Well, I, you know, I'm in the swimming pool business. And they're like, oh, that's a fun business to be in. It's like being in the bouncy house business. You know, it's it's good. But I would say like, I probably won't own a pool at any time in my life. I may, but I don't care either way. I probably won't own a hot tub. I'm not passionate about it. But it was something that I was really good at. I had a lot of knowledge. I enjoyed having the thing that I was passionate about was having the knowledge, like becoming better at helping customers. When I was in the store, I had really unique ways in describing how pools worked and how chemistry worked because I, you know, I that's how I learn. I learn by like uh, you know, I get this bunch of information and then I try to distill it down to something that's like almost like a story or it's something i can relate to right so that was sort of i actually enjoyed that and what i really enjoyed was like people came into the store and said i want to talk to him cuz that dude gets it for some reason and and i it's like it's very powerful and it's also powerful like when someone brings in a part you know for a pool then you're like and it's not like a car where you're saying okay we're, what kind of car do you have and they're like, I have a 2009 Honda Civic Coupe. You're like, all right, let me type on the computer. Here's your part. Yeah. It was like, I have this filter. All of this, you know, sorry, all of the labels are torn off of it. I have no idea. I moved into this house. I don't know anything about pools. Like, just here's a drain plug. And I'm like, Ugh. so, but it was like <laughs> this like sleuth thing I had to do to figure out what part it was. And I went through all these books, and I I knew so much, and I've seen so much. That for me, it was like it was fun. It was like uncovering this like mystery and people really enjoyed that. And I'm like, well, I can do that to the masses. I can just put that online. And I liked building websites and I liked helping people. So I'm like, that was really my passion. My passion was like, let me teach people something that they're having a problem with, but do it in a way that's either super entertaining because I'm a performer by heart. Like, I mean, that's what I really enjoy doing. I like to perform every time I do a podcast. like I'm performing right now for you and your audience right now. Right. So I enjoy that process. And I'm like, well, I can do that not just for like the people who are coming into my store, but for everyone on the Internet who has a pool anywhere in the world. And that was intriguing to me. And, you know, that's sort of why I even started some university.
1: I want to talk about that more, but I want to come back to this idea, though, that like like you've got all this knowledge on it, but if you're not passionate about it, like how do you, what keeps you going and what keeps you interested? Because like, it seems like there has to be some type of cross intersection between like, I'm passionate about it, I'm good at it, and I enjoy doing it. And for you, like you were good at it and maybe even you enjoyed it, but you're like, I could care less about pools. So like why stick with that instead of saying, okay, I've got this base of knowledge. Let's see if we can build a different base of knowledge about something I'm I'm actually interested
0: in. Right. So I always give, passion a hard time because I'm like I'm not really passionate about anything when and I think when I think about passion I think about like well okay I do pool care but I'm not passionate about that and I do I snowboard but I'm not like passionate about it like I'm not like obsessive over it I like coffee I like beer like all these things I'm not nothing's like super I'm not like super passionate about any of it and it really what I'm passionate about is creating something just anything right so I did a podcast for a really long time. I did three podcasts for a really long time, and I wasn't interested in like money or swimming pools, which are two topics that I did. I was interested in the creation of a podcast. I was interested in the audio engineering, the editing of the audio and, and com- the compression and the like just taking something that, you know, is making it sound like, like the best quality, like almost like professional quality. And that goes for video. Like when I do videos, I'm, I, you know, even with this new site that I'm doing, like I worked really hard to get video quality that was, you know, like TV friendly. And it, even my first video I did for Swim University, which was done with a, like a crappy $500 camera, I, like, I spent money on the editing software and tried to make it feel and look and it, or at least feel like something that was really, really professional. And I think, when I boil it all down, my passion is that my passion is taking something that is relatively boring and turning it into something that is entertaining and easy to watch and educational and looks like, wow, this guy, you know, is doing this from his parents' basement. Like, that's incredible, right? And I always just have that in the back of my head. Like, yeah, I can make something look and feel great. With just a laptop and you know maybe like a microphone or something so you kind of
1: feel like in your worlds like the whether it's swimming pools or crochet or coffee or whatever, like yeah. the topic isn't as much the issue as much as just like I like building something I like creating something and making something
0: yeah I'm not yeah exactly so I think so for me and what I what I want to do for the rest of my life is take things that people need help with and make it more palatable and somebody had recently told me that they consider what I do edutainment. Right. So I take, you know, a topic like swimming pool care and I film a video and I throw jokes in there. I mean, I literally wrote a script for my very first video that was like I, like almost like like in final draft, you know, the the script writing program and like had jokes and like I beat it out. Like I I had it and I filmed it and it was 18 minutes long. and It was just like I didn't need to go through all that, but I was I realized like, that's what I want to do. I want to perform. And if I can take a subject as boring and as like horrible as pool care and make it to where people are watching these videos and laughing, but then also learning how chlorine kills algae, then I win. And people will look at that and go like, Hey, if you want to learn how to take care of your swimming pool, this is the website you need to go to. And that's always what I wanted people, how they to react. Like I wanted them to say, you know, I hate reading. I hate reading about, you know, chlorine demand. But you did a video that was just like it made it simple. Like you just you explained it in a way that was like, I got it. And you did it visually with your video. And that's really sort of like the thing, I guess, that I'm the most Passionate about, so and again, it, it doesn't have anything to do with pools,
1: right? But if it like if it wasn't pools, and if it was something that you felt like, no, no, I'm actually whether it be like snowboarding or beer or coffee, yeah. which we can get to, but like you're, if you're doing something, you know, the same type of idea, but you're doing it on a subject that you like actually cared about and were like uh-huh. really, really into. Like, how do you think your business would be
0: different? I think it'd be better. Yeah. I think you know. I think some university pays the bills. Like it, it makes me. A great living and I have no complaints about it and I will continue to do it forever. And people have tried to buy the site from me and I just refuse because to me, I built this thing, it's my thing and it will continue to bring me income for as long as I just I keep nurturing it, right? And so now I'm in, I'm at the process where, okay, I have been doing, look, and I started some University in 2007, right? That was, I mean, I bought the domain name much earlier than that, but it's like, I've been doing this for so long, like before Pat Flynn was doing his thing and and before like everybody else that that are in this online community are doing their thing. And I had help. I had help. I used this uh, program called the Keyword Academy, which no longer exists. But like there was a community of people who were, you know, building these niche websites, basically. And I, you know, it was a lot of black hat SEO. I did a lot of, you know, I was telling Steph last night that I, I in 2007, I had a spreadsheet. I had a very long spreadsheet where I had to write 150 articles all about robotic pool cleaners, all 300 words, and they all had to have two links in them that had the same anchor text. And I sat down, and for weeks, I was writing the same article, just rewording it every single time. I did it 150 times, and I did that every month for like six, seven months. And this is like hard – crappy work that has done nothing for me. And that was like, you know, sometimes you have to do these like crazy marketing things that feel kind of crappy and, you know, it hurts, but that's how you build your business or at least that's how you learn. And I think I felt I didn't build my business that way. I learned. I saw that that didn't work and I'm like, okay, what does work? And I and it really came uh, down to thinking, okay, well what does I'm not a pool owner, so I'm just, you know, listening to these gurus on the internet tell me this is how you build an audience, or not even that. This is how you get traffic. It wasn't even about building an audience then; it was about getting just hits, right? And this is like before Google Analytics. It was just like get, you know, make your hit counter go up. So at the time, I'm thinking, all right, well, this isn't working. Google algorithms are coming out, and they're destroying me. And so I got to come up with a new system, and I I did some more research, and I just sat down and thought, okay, like what – like who am I targeting? Like what do they want? And I just sat down like, okay, if I owned a pool, what would I want? And to me, I don't want writing. I don't want to read anything. I want to watch videos, and I want to be entertained while I'm watching videos, and I do this thing. And so that's when I decided, okay, I got to do videos. I do graphics. I got to you know make it very, very appealing to human beings and not to search engines. And that was sort of like the beginning of it just taking off. And I, you know, I, I would like to say that I quote unquote hustled and like did a sh- you know ton of work to get it done. But I didn't. I did like your normal 40 hours a week. And I, or not even that, like I, some weeks were 20 hours a week. But I just kept, you know, focusing on putting out content, putting out videos and graphics for to really explain what needed to be explained in the order that it needed to be explained in. And that's why the business has taken off. That's why I'm able to afford and do other businesses. I'm able to start other things. I'm able to, you know, not do swimming pools. That's not my passion. I can do something else like coffee, which I have a little bit more passion about. I wouldn't say, like, I'm 100% passionate in it. But I can take what I've learned from Swim University and all the ups and downs that I've had in the past seven years or eight or I don't even know, yeah, seven years And go, okay, well, let's take those seven years and, you know, I learned all of these things. This worked, that didn't. Okay, let's just pick out the things that worked and let's apply it to an entirely new industry and, you know, see if I can do it in, you know, a year or two years or even three years or even cut it in half. Like I could do it in three and a half years, which would be great. And then hopefully in three and a half years, I'll learn A whole bunch of new things that worked and I'll be able to repeat that process and get it done in a year and a half, you know, in the next project. So that's sort of like how I'm looking at everything that I'm doing as a whole. It's not I'm not passionate about pools. I'm not super passionate about coffee. I'm just really passionate about building something that educates and entertains.
1: What was the, like, I remember you said when you were in the stores and you were helping people and you were like seeing these light bulb moments for them uh, about how you could help them. And you're like, I wonder if I could just do this online and I Mm can scale this more and help more people through my, and it wouldn't be like a personal one-on-one interaction, but a video or an article or something. What was like that light bulb moment where you're finally just like, I could do exactly what I'm doing here, but I could do it for a lot
0: more people online. I don't know if it was a, if it was just like a moment. I don't think it was a moment. I think it was just a slow it was like months and maybe even a year or two of like oh, it was you know <laughs> I can't even say that. I was like, "Oh, I can make a money. I might can make money at this. Like I'm going to go do this." It wasn't that. It was I'm good at websites. I want to build a pool website because I'm good at that too. And, and this whole idea now that I'm pending, I'm calling it passion mashing, right? Because it rhymes, and that's what I do, right? <laughs> so it's this idea of like, okay, I have this thing already. It's sitting right there, which is pool knowledge. I got it. Okay, great. I have this new thing that I'm really into right now, and it's website design. Okay, now let me marry those two things together and create something totally new. And that was Swim University. And that is exactly the the thought that I had, but it took – Two years. That thought, like, just simmered in my brain. In fact, there was moments where I was like, "This website, whatever this is, didn't even have a name yet, was going to be a membership site, like almost like a porn site. Like that's what I was thinking of at the time because I was, you know. (laughs) So I'm like, this is going to be like a porn site for pools. But that was really what I thought, right? I'm like, then I thought, okay, well, no one's going to pay a monthly fee to learn about pool care when they can just go to their stores. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just make the information for free and I'll recommend products because that's exactly what I did in the store. You know, I would test their water or I would, they would come in and say, my pool's green. What do I do? And I would tell them what to do. And then I'd say, you got to buy this. You should buy this. You should buy this. And they would, like, without hesitation, like, yep, because you're the expert. You know what you're talking about. I'm just going to do this and buy it and move on. You're my way. And I'm like, that's how I'll make money. And then I started looking to affiliate programs. I was even thinking about, Well, I'll just start my own e-commerce store to sell pool chemicals. And I realized shipping chemicals across the country is really expensive because it's hazardous material. So all of these things like evolved and nothing was even on the table. Nothing was – not a single line of code was written. It was just sitting there and I just kept like reforming it. And even when I built it, which – I mean I could go into the details of like how I built it, which is like – Every single article was a separate HTML page. This is like before WordPress or before I even knew that WordPress existed, I was doing it by hand manually and every page didn't even have, like they were all just these different code structures. It wasn't even like any includes if anyone out there codes, like there was, I had no includes. They were separate HTML pages. So, and then eventually like that all evolved, but yeah, it, it I it wasn't something like it wasn't light bulb moment, and nothing I've ever done was light bulb moment, right? Well, think,
1: Even, but I think that's a great point. I think that's like a great thing for people to hear. Is sometimes we wait for like that light bulb, we wait for the epiphany, we wait for the you know the burning bush or the lightning strike or something, or just written in the clouds. Like this is the yeah. next step, and for you, it's just like. All right, I don't know how this is going to play out. I don't know how this is going to evolve, but let's just take like whatever seems to be the next logical step, and let's just see what, what door that opens from there, uh, rather than feeling like, I've got to have this seven-year plan of here's what Swim University is going to become. And I assume it's probably exactly. the same with like the with the coffee stuff you're doing now, and we can, we can talk a little bit about that, of just like, I'm starting something. I don't know what it's going to become. It could become this huge thing. It could be nothing, but I'm going to at least try and try what I think is the next logical step, and I may be totally wrong. Like It's kind of like, I think of it, I guess, almost like you're doing like a maze on like a little puzzle or something and so you're like i'm gonna just try going up i hit a wall so let's backtrack and then let's go a different way but like you can't get to the proverbial finish line unless you're willing to like try going that way and then it works so now let's try going this way and you start to like hone in and figure out a little more of what works and what doesn't
0: yeah i think yeah you know for me the passion matching thing is a really good place to start i think but for me, yeah, it was just like, I'm gonna go, I'm just gonna build, 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 build. Uh, you know, even like when I write songs, like I'm just gonna go sit in front of my keyboard and bang out notes on a keyboard and something may come. And if it does, I'll record it and then I'll add layers. And then at the very end, I'm like, this song sucks. And then I just trash it and I move on to the next thing. Or this song, oh my, well, this is going somewhere. Okay, let me shape shift it and let me just pivot here, blah, blah, blah. That's how some university was. It was like, I started this thing. And I had no idea where it was going to go. And, and it took seven years. Dude, seven years. I cannot stress that enough. Last year, I was freaking out that I wasn't going to make enough money. And it's just now where I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. This works. Okay. I understand now. Time. Time is the is the main ingredient. But, yeah, it's not something that that just happens. I think, you know, I think you can get into this paralysis where you start to, like, you go to research paralysis, right? So you just start like researching and researching and researching and thinking of ideas and ideas and writing down on notebooks and coming up with keywords and and all these things. And at the all of this time, you've done nothing. And that was me for two years. I've done I did nothing. I just did research for two years and nothing happening. Man, if I started two years earlier, I mean I'd be in a different place right now. But the idea of like passion matching, I've done it so many times. I've done it within Swim University. So. To give you an example of what I mean by this, it's like, OK, I mentioned that I do music. And so I'm like, I have some university and it's doing whatever. But I'm like, I just want to do something fun because like you can't <laughs> when you write about pool care articles or you film videos about algae, you can eat at you. Right. So I'm just like, all right, let me just try to do something else. Right. So, all right. What am I good at? OK, I got this thing that's sitting here at Swim University. Great. Great. What else am I good at? Which is what is my what's another passion of mine? And the other passion was was music. And I did a lot of comedy rap when I was in high school. And I've always like I don't even listen to rap music, but I just did it because I'm good at it and thought it was fun. So I'm sitting there going, okay, (laughs) let me do a rap song about pool care. I don't know what it means. I don't know if it's gonna if everyone's gonna think I'm an idiot, but I'm sure people will. I'm just gonna do it because. That seems fun and it seems different and no one's ever done it and it's creative and it's just mixing two things that I'm good at. And then I came out with this pool care rap video that did really, really well for me within the industry. Like I went to trade shows and at the pool and spa shows and people knew, oh, you're the rap guy. And that's great. And I still get that. So and you know what? It didn't like that particular project didn't get me, you know, a ton of traffic. But what it did is it got a lot of people to link to my website. And that paid off like a year or two later when Google, like, you know, saw that I was, you know, my site's getting linked more and more. And it was because I did something that was completely outside of the box and weird and goofy. And every little pool store thought it was great and like linked to me. And, you know, then it helped my site. You know, if so, back, though.
1: No. Yeah. One of the things I, I like about this story is that a lot of times if, if you were to take your, you know, the, those three specific passion and just skill sets and you know something about swimming, you know something about websites, you know something about music, it would be really easy from the outside looking in to feel like, well, you got to just pick one of them because you can't, right. you can overlap maybe two of the three, but there's no way you can overlap all three. But to say like, what is that? How I can mash these three things together that I, yep. I know something about and I'm into and I enjoy doing and how can I do this? And I've seen the pool care rap video, and it is—I uh, know I don't own a pool or know anything about it—but it is an entertaining video, and nonetheless. And so, like, how do you like bringing all those things together is, is really interesting. So, here's what we're going to do: we got a couple of questions. One of the things I'm wondering about is it's taken you seven years to build this thing up. Why didn't you quit? Why didn't you throw in the towel? But I'm going to let you ponder that. We're going to talk about that in the bonus round, and so uh, I'd encourage people to download that to stick around for a few minutes afterwards. So, Matt, in the meantime, though, to kind of wrap up here, where can people go to find out more about you, different projects? You have got this new. Coffee project uh, going. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, so I'm basically taking the SwimU model, the the idea of like building a website that's an ultimate resource with a lot of video, and I'm applying it to something that I really enjoyed, something that's more hobby based instead of like chore based, which is coffee, and that's RoastyCoffee.com. And yeah, that's where I would suggest you go and find me. And if you have a swimming pool or a hot tub, go to swimuniversity.com and uh, check out stuff there.
1: Good stuff, man. We'll link up to all that in the show notes. So a couple more questions we'll ask you in the uh, bonus round. So we'll see you over there. Bonus! Thanks. Boom. All right. There you go, my friends. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Matt Giovanese. Good stuff from Matthew. Hey, also just a reminder, like I mentioned to you at the end of the interview there, if you enjoyed the interview, you want to hear a few more minutes as me and Matt chit chat about life and business and all things related to life and business and pools and hot tubs and spas and all that stuff. If you are interested in that, again, make sure that you stop by and you can download the bonus material. You can find that at grantbalden.com slash Matt If you don't know how to spell Giovanese, that's all right. Don't sweat it. I got to do a few takes out it myself to figure out how to spell it. So you can just go to GrantBaldon.com. There you can find it through the podcast link there. But make sure you stop by. You check that out. You can download that totally for free as Matt and I chat for a few more minutes. Also, just a reminder that we have this, uh, we're doing this giveaway right now to celebrate our 100th episode. You can find all the details and the giveaway information at GrantBaldon.com slash contest. Again, that's GrantBaldon.com slash contest. So make sure you stop by and check that out. All right, my friends, I think that wraps up today's episode. As always, feel free to email me grant at grantbalden.com. Let me know what you're chewing on, what you're wrestling with, anything I can do to help you and support you. I'm in your corner. I'm cheering for you. I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. And all in all, you hear me say this a lot, but I really believe it. You're awesome. We'll catch you next time, my friends.
0: Thanks for listening to the How Did You Get Into That podcast with Grant Baldwin. Don't forget to visit grantbaldwin.com for all the show notes and links discussed in today's episode. We'll see you next time.